Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome to the Decoding Wall Street Radio Hour. My name is Robert Kuhn, president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners, an independent registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary. We work generally with individuals who are seeking a highly customized and personalized investment strategy that focuses on income tax mitigation, investment management, retirement income planning, and maximization strategies. We don't believe in only a buy and hold strategy, nor do we favor traditional outdated asset allocation and a set it and forget it investment approach, which simply uh, results in your portfolio tracking the stock market both up and down. We believe in a combination of both strategies, strategic and tactical approaches. The markets, honestly, they don't think or feel. It is what it is, which is why our modus operandi is active management. If you have any investment-related questions, big or small, please text or call me at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Or you could visit our website. Actually, the middle tile is determine your risk number. We do give it away complimentary. I encourage you to do that if you haven't done it, uh, www.kuhnc, as in cat, p as in paul.com, www.kuhncp.com. Again, the uh, risk number is complimentary. Uh, we absorb the cost for that, but I found that to be a great way to start and get an idea of kind of what you're comfortable with. So new time slot. Uh, here we are at 10 o'clock. I'm excited about it. Uh, I think it'll uh, get our message out um, to the masses. I mean, our job as investment advisors is to always obviously talk about the market. You know, the radio show, uh, ever since we started, um, we believe in education. Uh, we have found that when investors understand what they have or what they don't have or what they perceive to have, but they actually don't have, um, that you know, that's our job. Our job, especially, you know, currently where the markets are, uh, you know, volatility's back. I don't think I'm going out on a limb there. Uh, inflation, uh, I'm certainly sure that you know that that's back. Uh, you know, valuations are high. Uh, but all of this doesn't mean that, it, you know, valuations can't go higher. I think our job, and in, in, if you've listened to the show or if we've had the pleasure to speaking with you, I think our job is always to try to create a portfolio that loses less, and then in return, we'll simply make more by losing less. A lot of great calls this week. I, I really want to thank listeners for texting, and I know it can be uh, sometimes maybe intimidating. You know, you don't know me. Uh, you don't know, are you going to get a big sales pitch? Or, you know, that's, that's not us. That's not our style. Uh, we just enjoy having conversations with investors. A lot of those conversations do result in, um, you know, listeners uh, hiring us, which is fantastic. But if it doesn't, that's okay. We're an established firm. We um, really have, you know, our, our main focus is to just educate. And I don't think there's a better time to educate than when the markets are up. Because our job, I think any job of an investment advisor is to protect when the markets go down. 
the challenge, though, and I had a great conversation with a listener this week um, who, who called in. And um, uh, when you look at what the market is doing currently, everybody looks like a hero. You know, nobody or very few people have actually lost money, you know, over the last handful of years. And I want to get into that kind of in this first segment, uh, you know, the approximate years to recover uh, an initial investment if the markets go down. There's such, you know, my job, I think, as a, a radio show host, as an investment advisor, as a money manager, as a financial planner, uh, whatever you want to call us, is to make sure that we're constructing a portfolio that does not simply track the market up and down. And then you pay us a fee for it. More and more people, and I really credit listeners. I mean, maybe the WLS listeners are uh, more educated than most. And I, and I say that with sincerity. Because the calls that we have been getting recently are, we've identified that our portfolio has done very well. Okay, so that shouldn't be the litmus test of, you know, do I reach out to us? Because everybody's portfolio has done well. But they're taking it a step further. And what they've identified is that my portfolio is just tracking the market up. And if it's simply tracking the market up, then that could also mean it's going to track the market down. So if you've listened to us, if you've talked with us, you know I get on my soapbox often that, you know, I don't know if it's 80% or 90% or 95%, but many investors are simply paying an, a, a, a fee to an advisor for a closet index fund. And what that means is your portfolio is just going to go as the markets go. And I'm not here to tell you how to invest with your money. Um, I'm here to advise you, uh, but I do respect the fact that we can have differences of opinions, and you're free, clearly still in America, to do with what you want, even if you and I disagree. But if you want your portfolio managed and you own, for example, this listener said, I own 70 stocks. And, you know, after, you know, talking with him, and, and to his credit, he, rec you know, he recognized this, that it was a higher fee uh, that they were paying to the money manager. And when you own 70 stocks, generally, you're simply tracking the market up and down. And I think given where the market is today, that could be a dangerous game because we have not, well, maybe, well, I certainly haven't, but many listeners and, and many investors have forgotten about how painful portfolio losses can be. If people are freaking out when the markets drop 5%, my goodness, what is going to happen when we drop 20% or 30%? And it's not if it's going to happen, it's, it, it's when. And it may be this week, it may be five years from now. That's, you know, nobody knows. But what we want to do when we construct a portfolio, and I think it's, it's investing 101, you don't want to have a portfolio that must have the market defy gravity and continue to go up to do well. We want to make sure that we can identify what in your portfolio will actually do well when the markets don't do well? Do you have some principal protection strategies in place? Do you have a strategy that can raise cash based upon uh, you know, various uh, statistical and mathematical-based measures? And, and that's kind of led me into uh, the discussion with this individual that you know, I, I tend to get on my soapbox, but Wall Street has done a phenomenal job of marketing to the individual investor. And when I say the individual investor, I'm kind of talking about the investor who may have $100,000 to probably $5 million. Generally, once you get over $5 million, you're getting some additional advice that 
you you know the masses don't get and well first off why i think everybody should get it even if you have a hundred thousand dollars or if you have one two three four five million dollars it's irrelevant but when you look at what they are doing they're just doing something different when it comes to managing the downside and it, it's just simple math i mean if the markets were to drop 30 percent and and you had a real rate of return of five okay so that's you know a real rate of return after inflation um, that's going to take you 7.3 years just to get back to even. So my concern is that people have forgotten about how it feels to actually lose money. So Wall Street has done a great job of convincing you that you can't play defense. Anytime that you start to hear a money management firm or an advisor talk about, well, we want to you know systematically raise cash based upon mathematics based upon statistics that has absolutely zero gut feel, well, all of a sudden, whoever's on the other end, uh, which generally is somebody who may be losing business, it becomes a, well, they're trying to outsmart the market or they're trying to time the market. Or if you raise cash, you have to be right you know, getting out and you have to be right going back in. All of that, well, at least that last statement is true, but playing defense doesn't mean people are trying to outsmart the market. You know, here's a newsflash for you. Generally speaking, the only people that buy and hold and forget are individual investors. Advisors love it because they're getting their fee no matter what happens in the market. And then when the markets go down and then you reach out to them and you say, you know, we lost 20%, the markets were down 20%. Well, you know, what's your answer, Mr. and Mrs. Advisor? Well, the answer is, well, let's sit and wait and then ultimately it'll come back. A very accurate statement, at least, you know, over 100 years worth of history. But the thought process that I would have is, well, then why am I paying you? Because if I lose 10%, 15%, 20%, 30%, well, the next, you know, 10, 20, 30, 35, 40% are just going to be used to get back to even. What if we had a strategy in place that had, you know, actual performance going back to the mid 90s that was shown that based upon zero, you know, gut feel, zero human emotions, to simply try to capture 70% of the up, miss 70% of the down. And then in years like 2008, the growth strategy was only down 9.75. Or in years like last year, where if you bought and held during COVID, um, I mean, goodness, I mean, you have some, if, if, if you didn't raise cash during COVID when the world truly was coming to an end, even if it was 15, 20%, or if your advisor didn't do it, you really have to question do I truly have a risk management strategy in place? You know, chances are you probably don't uh, because if you're not going to raise cash in years like last year, my goodness. But if you had a systematic statistical approach to how money was raised or cash was raised to play defense first, which, you know, is protect, but then also to play offense and put the money back to work at lower levels. Well, last year, the growth model was up 38%. So nobody should complain about 18. Phenomenal. However, I would much rather have 38. It's not trying to find the next hot stock. It's just based upon math, statistics. When is cash raised? And, you know, those strategies exist. Those money managers exist. And we're conduits to those money managers. These are managers that generally don't work with individual investors directly because they don't need to. Their clients are the investment advisory world. And then it's the investment advisor's job to recognize the value that they bring to the table to put money to work. And, you know, and those generally are, you know, firms that are, you know, manage a minimum 
of a billion dollars, you know, generally speaking, you know, three to seven billion, which is still meaningful and still very, very big. But ultimately, it's giving you the best chance to succeed. Because in this first segment, if you walk away with anything, I want you to make sure you walk away with the fact that if the markets drop 30% and you have a real rate of return of five, it may take 7.3 years just to get back to even. So you're listening to Robert Kuhn. I know I went on uh, about a lot. Uh, we're going to talk about some really great innovative uh, retirement income planning strategies. We're going to talk about some inflation this week and talk obviously more about the market and the volatility that is certainly was back in the third quarter. Uh, if you want to get into uh, a contact with me, uh, simply call or text. Uh, the easiest way to do it generally is to call or text 630-492-1912. That's 630-492-1912. Or you can certainly visit the website at K-U-H-N-C as in cat, P as in Paul.com. Make sure if you're there, you get your free risk number. It's the middle tile, www.kuhncp.com. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217 or feel free to text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Decoding Wall Street Radio Hour. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're registered investment advisory firm. We are a fiduciary, generally working with individuals who want more of a customized and personalized investment approach. We focus generally on income tax planning, uh, which is mitigation, significant tax mitigation strategies investment management, retirement income planning, and retirement planning maximization strategies. We don't only believe in buy and hold, nor do we favor traditional outdated asset allocations, which generally amount to a set it and forget it investment approach. If you have that, generally you're going to simply track the market both up and down. That probably is not a good strategy going forward. We do believe in a combination of both strategic and tactical approaches. The markets does, uh, do not think or feel, actually, it is what it is, which is why our modus operandi is active money management. If you have any investment-related questions, big or small, certainly please feel free to reach out. Uh, you can call or you can text uh, my office at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912 or visit the website www.kuhncp.com. In the middle tile, you can get your free risk number. Again, visit that website. So talked a lot about, uh, you know, obviously kind of you know, high-level stuff in the first segment. We'll dive a little bit deeper into kind of what we're seeing that keeps investors up at night. Uh, some uh, may affect you, some may not affect you, uh, but I think, you know, as an investment advisory firm, uh, we have the fortunate a benefit of speaking with a lot of different investors, a lot of investors that have a lot of money, investors that uh, don't have as much money as they wish. Um, it, our philosophy on kind of money is whatever you have, uh, we think you're rich. Uh, there's absolutely no reason or no need to compare it to somebody else. 
what you have is what you have, and we have to make sure that lasts, and more importantly, that it grows. Uh, just a little nugget into the first segment, if you happen to miss it, if the markets were to drop 30%, which I think certainly is a probability at some point, well, we know it's a probability at some point, we just don't know when, could be next week, it could be you know five years from now, but I think it's important to put into context how long it would take just to recover from that loss. At a 5% real rate of return, you're looking at 7.3 years. A lot of people don't have that, especially if you're in your 50s. Uh, those listeners that have been reaching out, I want to thank you. Uh, we've had some fantastic conversations. I think a lot of people are recognizing that uh, their portfolio has done well, but what happens when the markets go down? Is their portfolio going to continue to go up, or is it going to simply follow the market, which means, you know, unfortunately, it's going to go down. So let's get into uh, what keeps you up at night. Uh, again, any uh, investment-related questions uh, that I talk about and you want to have additional in-depth conversations on, call or text my office at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So I, obviously, there's a lot of risk in the market. I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time on that. I mean, inflation is is uh, very high. I mean, especially we, you probably have seen like I have how much more Thanksgiving is going to cost than in previous years. And that's an issue. Uh, it's not an issue for those wage earners that make a lot of money. Um, it's probably going to hit the lower end of the income curve uh, greater. But I got my gas bill. Um, you know, obviously here in Chicago last month was the uh, first month that we had, um, well, whatever the month it was, part of October and into November, whenever they cut off the billing. But my gas bill was double what it was last year. And I know natural gas prices have have increased, but I think you're going to start seeing this. And when we can, you know, here's what investors that are currently retired are going to face, and certainly those in their 50s, you know, as you come into retirement, the markets are expensive. And that, again, like I mentioned in the first segment, it doesn't mean that they can't get more expensive. But we have to factor in inflation when we come to, when it comes to our financial plan. If you don't have a financial plan, I want, I, I, first off, I wonder why. Everybody should have a financial plan. Generally, those people that you know, reach out to us or who you know kicking the tires on possibly uh, hiring us or a new, you know, a new advisor, you're always going to get a financial plan in the beginning. But my question is, is that plan updated quarterly? Do you have a portal that you can actually log in and see that plan at any point? Is it statistically updated for your probabilities of how much income you can, you know, maximize, um, you know, down the road, you know, in five years, 10 years, 20 years with current values. So financial planning is very, very important, especially when it comes to the impact of inflation. We all know that, it, you know, our purchasing power is going to be reduced, especially if inflation continues to go. So we have to invest in equities, but we have to have a strategy in place that can lose less. And, and if you've listened to the show, you know, we talk an awful lot about that. How do you know or what in your portfolio or what strategy do you have in place that will lose less when the markets go down? And if the answer is asset allocation, you know, I'm here to tell you that you probably own two things. You own equities and you own bonds. That's not diversification. That's not asset allocation. You may own you know, small, mid, large, growth value, diversify the heck out of the equity space, but they're still equities. And then when it comes to fixed income, that's my real concern right now is that, you know, people are still using uh, portfolio stability strategies or, you know, risk mitigation strategies in the fixed income space. As rates start to rise, you're going to see that that probably wasn't the best idea. So 
we want to get ahead of the curve um, and, you know, obviously reach out to us. Uh, any question, big or small, text, call my office, 630-492-1912. So when it comes to retirement, the things that we're seeing, um, not just at our firm, but I think industry-wide that are keeping people up at night, is will I have enough money to last through my retirement? It, you know, in I don't want, you know, if you have, you know, two, three, four, five, six million, don't just ignore that, that question. Uh, because at that level, we want to maximize the income. We want to maximize the after-tax income and there are strategies that we can talk about. But generally who I see that concern the most, I think it should concern everybody. But generally what I see is if you have a million dollars or less of uh, assets earmarked towards retirement, whether they're IRAs, 401ks, or taxable investments, that's generally when we start to see the question of, will my money last through retirement? And the beauty of kind of the financial planning process is we can identify that statistically based upon, you know, a thousand or 10,000 randomly generated returns of the market. You, you take your assets that you have, you take your current investments, and then you can benchmark it to good times, bad times, uh, big dips right out of the gate from retirement or big market run-ups. But I think we have to help you identify that number. For those of you that are still using the old 4% rule, I think you're doing yourself a disservice because it's not accurate. When you look at kind of the 60-40 portfolio that has um, returned over you know 10% since the mid-80s, you know, so many people look at what did well and then they make their investment uh, strategy or, their, or they, they pick their asset allocations. We want to look at what is going to do well. Because when you look at the 60-40 portfolio, while it had returned close to 10%, uh, depending upon when you started it, going forward, you're probably looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 3% or you know, maybe a little bit more, 35 to 4 So let's call it 2 to 4 I'm not going out on a limb here, and, and that's not some hot take. Uh, be, but you just simply look at where interest rates are. It's very challenging today to get any kind of real yield out there. So when you have the investment firms and all of the talking heads saying it did well, it may not do well going forward, I can understand why people are concerned with how much income can I generate in retirement. And again, under a million, what I'm finding is that's the very first concern that people have. You know, over a couple million dollars of investable assets, that's not the very first concern. But I also want you to think, well, how can I take less to maximize my after-tax income and new innovative strategies that then allow me to um, uh, invest more for growth, uh, you know, with the remainder of my assets? So the retirement income uh, puzzle uh, and how much I can take, the good news is this, we can Based on statistics, we can give you an accurate probability. If you don't have that, you really truly owe it yourself to reach out to us, 630-492-1912, and we'll, we'll help you identify that. Uh, if you started with the plan and it hasn't been updated, uh, if it's not updated quarterly, again, reach out, 630-492-1912. But it's something that um, you know many people and many listeners uh, at least at least for this firm that we're getting a lot of. And, and I understand why. Markets are super high. You know, people who are getting, uh, who are in retirement or getting close to retirement, they don't have a lot of time to outweigh the big dip. And if, if, if that was the only investment strategy was to ride the market down, I would tell you, well, you just got to sit and take it. 
But don't be like 95% of individuals. There are other ways out there that can manage the downside, that can lose less when the markets go down. So then ultimately you make more when they go up. It, it, we want to think we're geniuses, uh, but it's simple math. But again, we all or many advisors talk and say the same language and uh, you know talk with the same, you know, lose less, what have you. But when I look at a portfolio, I can see it's it's just all talk. It's it's not something that is actually going to be able to deliver when you need it most, which is the down market. So uh, next one, uh, do I need long-term care uh, insurance? We don't talk about insurance a lot on this show. Uh, the answer to that is absolutely. Uh, we you know have had to um, deal with some elderly family members that were in assisted living facilities, and my goodness, is it expensive. And if you haven't planned for that, we have to really start to plan for that. And, and the good news is, is if, if you have an older long-term care policy, there's a probability that that's fantastic and don't change it. Uh, we can certainly you know, look at that and, and confirm that for you. But the long-term care insurance industry has gone through a transformation because insurance companies lost so much money. And if insurance companies are losing money, it's probably a good strategy for the investor. So if you don't have long-term care insurance, we really need to talk about it. it it's a, a very you know, minimal expense to get some pretty significant benefits, but they've come so far in that you're not, it's not like car insurance anymore where you pay it and if you don't use it, you lose it. So again, any you know, questions on that, please reach out 630-492-1912 and we'll talk about that. Uh, coming up against a break, but let's get this one in. Um, what should I do with my employer retirement plan? 401ks are great. You want to max them as much as you can. Um, what we're finding though, and, and this is again, not a hot take here, is that they're very limited investment options. Here's the good thing. If you're still working, there's a high probability that you have what's called a self-directed brokerage option. And we do a tremendous amount of business in that, which means the plan, the money doesn't leave the plan. You just have an option to manage the money yourself. And most plans today allow for professional money management. So we can actually bring all of these risk management strategies into your 401k. If you don't know if you have a self-directed option, let's make sure to find out. Uh, if you're getting ready to retire, you know, generally we want to roll those over to an IRA because we just have more flexibility of investment choices. So after the break, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about estate planning and some life events that we're, we're seeing, and we'll go over some more financial basics. You are listening to the Decoding Wall Street Radio Hour on WLS. Please reach out. Any questions, big or small, 630-492-1912. Give us a call or text 630-492-1912. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217, or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217, or feel free to text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. 
Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Decoding Wall Street Radio Hour. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a fiduciary. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We want to work with and generally work with individuals who are seeking a more customized and personalized investment strategy. We want to focus on income tax mitigation, investment management and planning, retirement income planning and maximization. We don't believe in only a buy and hold strategy. Those of you that uh, only believe in a buy and hold strategy, your portfolios have done very well, uh, but they are going to also possibly track the market down, which means giving back some of those gains. What we believe in is we believe actually in a combination of strategic, which is buy and hold, but also tactical, which is active management approaches. The markets do not think or feel. It just is what it is, which is why our modus operandi has always been active management. If you have any investment-related questions, big or small, please call or text my office at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit the website at www.kuhncp.com. A lot of great listeners asking a lot of fantastic questions in our conversations this week. Let's keep up that trend, especially going into the end of the year. Uh, Volatility certainly is back. Inflation is ripping. Uh, A lot of, uh, obviously, some things that we really need to start to plan for going into 2021. I want to talk about uh, a little bit more um, about the principles of long-term investing and resilience. Everything we talk about, if you've listened to the show or if we had an opportunity to talk in person. You know we talk about how do we lose less when the markets are down. Simple math. It's not a hot take. If we lose less, ultimately we're going to make more. Let's put in place strategies that can only be down. For example, the growth strategy in 2008 under 10% when the markets are down 37. Those strategies exist. Now, past performance isn't indicative of future results. Clearly, but we want to lose less. If you can't point to your portfolio, the part of your portfolio that is A, your defensive strategy, or B, what your strategy is to potentially raise cash when ultimately the markets are go down, because first it's the defensive position to lose less, but then it becomes an offensive position because you're putting more money to work at lower prices, which means when we see a subsequent rebound, you're going to make more. It's not rocket science, but unfortunately, most people are simply just tracking the market up and down. And if that's your strategy, I want to know why. And if you don't want that strategy because you recognize that there's a tremendous amount of risk to that strategy, especially if you're in retirement or nearing retirement, give us a call. and We can have a conversation. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. So, An advisor's job is to build resilience for the long term. I understand that there's a lot of noise today. And it's, you know, we as humans tend to gravitate towards whatever our beliefs are. If we believe that the markets are going to go up, we're going to kind of justify why it's okay to be fully invested at all times. If we believe the markets are going to go down, we're going to justify why we uh, were sold an investment that couldn't lose money, but yet it's not growing. So we, it, it's, you know, there's a lot of anxiety out there, and I understand it, especially when it comes to investing. Uh, there's negative market headlines um, and positive market headlines all over the place. I mean, we're seeing it constantly. More information equals, well, m- information clearly is being disseminated much faster, but the more, the more noise, the more fear. And what I don't want you to do 
is, you know, sit there and say, well, I own a bunch of stocks or a bunch of equities or a bunch of fixed income, and I'm just going to let the market do what the market does. That is a very dangerous game to play at current levels. So our philosophy, especially given um, where the markets are today, is to, like I always mention, lose less. Because here's the reality. Investing has become increasingly complex. If you look at kind of you know asset allocations that have been needed to achieve the same rate of return. So if we're looking at, you know, if we just go back to kind of the asset allocation that delivered a 7.5% return from 1991 to 2005. And we kind of look at the same, you know, we compare risk, for example. Well, from 91 to 2005, it was mostly, you know, large cap stocks, a little bit of fixed in income and some cash. Today, from 2006 to 2020, and we looked at how to um, achieve that same rate of return, you're actually taking three times more risk just to get the same rate of return of 15 years earlier. So we need real estate. We need private equity. We need absolute return strategies. We need strategies that can deliver results regardless of what's happening in the market. So if you can, and this is totally counterintuitive probably to what you're thinking, but if you can fully explain, not being a professional, fully explain your portfolio in under five minutes, you probably don't have a portfolio that is going to be able to mitigate and weather market downturns and market shocks because they're coming. We, we know that. We just don't know when. Because when we look at portfolio diversification and asset allocation, you know, strategies today, and I'm in the business, have been in the business 20 some odd years, have a very good understanding of risk management at the institutional level. It takes a lot to fully understand just exactly how creative and robust many of the risk management strategies are on the downside. And again, the benefit of it is you don't need to have millions of dollars. That is one of the beauties of technology is now investors with a couple hundred thousand or a hundred thousand dollars can now take advantage of many of the same strategies that in the past required seven figure initial investments. So I implore you that if you just have a buy and hold strategy in place that is diversified in equities and diversified in fixed income, you owe it to yourself to reach out. Let's have a conversation. There is a better way to reduce risk and increase your return by losing less when the markets go down. 630-492-1912. Call or text to start the conversation. 630-492-1912. So really the first principle that we want to talk about and we want listeners to understand is market move. The markets move. I mean, markets have been very resilient, uh, clearly, over the last 10 years. But history has also shown that, you know, declines do happen. And sometimes when they happen, they last longer than you anticipate. So the markets move. And when you look at a year like last year, if you bought and held the S&P 500, you were close or, you know, the equity markets, you were close. You know, your return probably was in the 18% range. But if you had a risk management strategy in place that based on statistics and mathematics that could take advantage of the volatility and not be controlled by it, you actually could have had a rate of return north of 30, actually close to 36 to 38%. So that leads me into you know, my next principle, which is the second core principle that we talk about a lot with new investors is that volatility is normal. Histor you know, historically, bull markets have beaten bear markets and driven long-term gains. We understand that. 
And when we look at, you know, 100 years worth of market data, those, you know, that's it's easy. I mean, yeah, the markets are going to do well. But I want to ask you, what is your time frame? Is, are you retired? So if you are retired right now and you don't have cash flow coming in to take advantage of the volatility, do you know, again, what or how much income you could take out if the markets were to drop 20%, if the markets were to drop 23%, 25%? How does that affect your income strategy in retirement? If you are in your 50s right now, well, what happens if we have a 10-year period, which is not inconceivable, where we don't see any growth? Well, I mean, that just happened. You know, it's not like we have to go back to 87. It's like 1987 is, you know, it's like back in the, you know, when we didn't have color TVs. You know, 87, we had a major market crash. Well, from 2000 to 2010 or nine or, you know, whenever you want to start it, we, see, we saw almost no growth whatsoever. Yet we had a tremendous amount of volatility during that period. So I want you to think if you have five to 10 years to retirement, well, you could see 100000 go up to 200000 but what is the process of you realizing some of those gains and protecting those gains, locking in those gains, and making sure that those gains are there for you in retirement? Because what if, as we, you get near retirement, the markets go through a one to two to three year down period where we come back to 2000 So you saw the markets go way up, you saw the markets go way down, and you didn't take advantage of that. You know, that is an issue. And these are the conversations I think today that you have to have with your uh, investment advisor. Well, you shouldn't have to have them. They should have already been proactively sharing them with you. Because if you've talked to us or if you're a client of ours, you know exactly inside of your portfolio, or at least we've explained it to you. You may not remember it, but exactly what part of your portfolio is there, there to do well when the markets don't. Or on the equity side, you know how we're going to mitigate or how that uh, the loss mitigation strategies are going to come into place based upon the managers that we utilize, that it's 100% based on statistics, mathematics, not gut feel, not human emotion. And those are the conversations that, that we should be having today because of where the markets are, especially going into a new year. Because that kind of leads me to my next principle, which is behavioral biases. May, need, may lead to the wrong decision. I know we're coming up against a break here, but I can't tell you how many people I've talked with that have called in uh, that have said, I've missed out on so much of this growth because the markets just had to correct. Well, again, the markets, they don't think or feel. The markets are going to do what the markets want to do. I don't know why it continues to run up when we're faced with a tremendous amount of, of headwinds, but they are. So if, if the advisor is making a decision based on gut feel, that's probably not the uh, strategy that you ultimately want in place. For those of you that we've talked with or those of you that you know, currently work with us, you understand that we work with managers that believe in math and statistics, and there's very limited human emotions. They're quantitative, momentum-based funds, which they're truly market agnostic. If the market's great, we want to be engaged. If the market's not, we want to protect. Not making huge macro bets in and out. You know, if we can capture 70% of the up, miss 70% of the down, you're ultimately, if that can be delivered upon, you're going to beat the market. And when you look at the long-term uh, uh, performance going back to the mid-20s, or not mid-20s, my goodness, <laughs> early 2000s, you're looking at about a 25 to 3% annual outperformance net of fees. Now, you may not think that that's a lot, but when you 
add that up year over year over year over year, the beauty of compounding, you know, $100,000 invested, you know, then in the S&P, if you were able to buy and hold through, you know, the 2008 catastrophe and all of the risk that we have seen, you know, throughout the years, you're at a kind of in that $600,000 plus or minus range. Well, a 3% outperformance, you're almost at $900,000. So, I mean, that's a pretty substantial outperformance. That's only on a hundred grand. So, you know, again, past performance isn't indicative of, of future results. If you want the exact numbers, you got to call us so we can actually go over it. Uh, I'm just speaking here from memory. But you are listening to the Decoding Wall Street Radio Hour. I am Robert Kuhn. I am your host. Hopefully you're getting something out of the show. If I piqued an interest or you have any investment-related questions, big or small, uh, call or text my office, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about how the average investor statistically has underperformed. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want defined outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to the Decoding Wall Street Radio Hour. My name is Robert Kuhn, president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. We like to work with and generally do work with individuals who seek a customized and personalized investment strategy. They want to focus on how can we uh, reduce income tax? How can we manage assets to lose less when the markets go down? retirement income planning and maximization strategies. They recognize the value in those. No matter how much money you have, we think we can maximize your retirement income and you should. Uh, we don't only believe in buy and hold, uh, nor do we favor traditional outdated asset allocation strategies, which generally amount to a set it and forget it investment approach, which then unfortunately the outcome is your portfolio simply tracking the market up and down. And that is great now, but it won't be great when the markets uh, go down. The markets don't feel or think it is what it is, which is why our modus operandi is active management. So if you have any investment-related questions, big or small, give me a call or text. Call my office or text 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit the website www.kuhncp.com. Get your free risk number there, middle tile. I encourage everybody to do that if you have not done that. So kind of bounced around uh, all over the place on this show. I think generally that's kind of our style. Uh, we know that we're not here to pitch a product. We're not here to pitch a strategy. Uh, we're here to educate. Uh, that's proven uh, if, we're, if, if we're being selfish here and thinking about our market, our, our firm growth, um, and you know, education has generated more clients than um, – uh, just pitching a simple product. And so we adhere to that. 
It's not our agenda. It's your agenda. You're hiring us or you're talking with us because you want our professional opinion. And sometimes those conversations are hard to have, but you, we owe it to you uh, as a fiduciary to always have those conversations. So I stopped uh, the last segment with behavioral bias, biases may lead you to the wrong decision. I'm fascinated by uh, human emotions and how they interact in investing. It's, you know, we understand, you know, we, there is certainly a lot of pleasure from gain. But when you look at statistically, there are three times the pain from actually losing money. So I, I want to, you know, talk about that in the regard to losing money. If it's shown that people feel, you know, pain three times as much as they do the pleasure from the gain. What are you doing to make sure that ultimately you can lose less when the markets go down? You know, newsflash, and again, it's not a hot take. I like hot takes. I'm a big sports radio guy, but this isn't a hot take. Markets are expensive. Inflation is kicking in and, you know, tax rates are, well, we could have a whole nother conversation on whether taxes are going up or down, but I don't want to alienate anybody. Our job as advisors is to hopefully make sure that you pay less in taxes no matter what. But you know, our minds work against us in a, lot of, in, in a lot of ways, and especially when it comes to investing. Generally, we want to work with somebody that there's some level of familiarity. It could be a firm name. It could be a bank name. It could be a, um, you know, uh, in, uh, a brokerage firm that is kind of a do-it-yourself. Uh, Kuhn Capital Partners, uh, clients of ours, with our assistance, establish accounts at uh, generally, Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade or Fidelity Investments, once those accounts are established, were added as your personal fiduciary and your investment advisor. Those firms don't recommend us. They don't recommend, they're not saying we're good. They're not, I don't want you to walk away with that. Uh, but generally, you know, we have that level of familiarity that that's where we custody all of our clients' accounts uh, at. And those accounts are always in individual names. So, you know, it's important to know that. But I c get concerned with people working with firms just because of the name. I have friends at most big brokerage firms. Some people I would give money to personally, others I wouldn't. But it has nothing to do with the name of the firm. When you look at kind of the custody of assets today, most individual advisors work with a Charles Schwab or a Fidelity or a TD Ameritrade. So when accounts are always in your name and the investment advisory or the investment advisor firm is the money manager on the firm, you know, today you're seeing more independent, true independent advice. Because, I mean, this again, it's not a hot take, but when you're with a major brokerage firm or a major bank, generally speaking, you are limited on investment products. And that's not me going out on the a limb. It just is what it is. So, you know, familiarity is important, but, and, and also with Zoom, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, the, with, you know, what happened last year with COVID, everybody or most people are more comfortable with having Zoom meetings. And I think that is such a benefit for individuals because a lot of times you're just going to work with somebody who's close to your house and th that might not be the best in, you know, somebody who uses the most proactive risk management in place. We have a national client base. We work with uh, a lot of commercial airline pilots 
So our clients are all over the United States. And with the benefit of Zoom today, uh, you know, we can get on a meeting face to face in no time. So I think there's a huge benefit to, uh, you know, people becoming more accustomed to or comfortable with, uh, you know, having face to face meetings or at least screen shares. If you don't want to be on video, you can at least see the screen. Uh, so, you know, again, our minds work against us with familiarity. Don't let that um, deter ultimately your investment plan. You have anchoring, you have oversimplification, uh, you have hindsight. There's just so much out there. And, you know, I, I'm fascinated about um, the mind and when it comes to investing. And, and here's what I know. If we lose less, ultimately we make more. It makes the client advisor relationship better. It makes your life uh, better financially because you have more money in it. And it really just makes it less stressful, which I think uh, is very, very important. Because when we look at, you know, the average investor, and this isn't, you know, this is through the end of last year. This is Dalbar, huge, you know, report that, um, um, that, that uh, you know, does the research. And what they look at from 2000 to 2022, and you look at the S&P 500, the total return of the index has been about 7.47%. The average stock fund investor actually uh, just under six. And I mean, what's the difference there? Why is it that the market is seven and a half percent where the average investor is under six percent? And again, I think it's because what we were just talking about before, which is human emotion. And when you're forced with making decisions, you know, i.e. the markets drop substantially and you don't have any more cash flow coming in or you're in retirement or you're getting near to retirement, you start to think, well, I can justify uh, that loss and I'm okay because now I'm not going to lose any more money. Well, our job is as advisors or good advisors, again, it seems like I'm a broken record this show, but is allowing you to point to the portion of your portfolio that will protect no matter what, but then also what is the uh, strategy when the markets go down? I want to know what is your process to raise cash? It, it, it's a must answer. And, and we can give you those answers. And those are the things that, you know, you can look at years like 2008 or years like 2000, where you can actually see how well strategies did or didn't do during that time period. So if you have any you know questions on that, um, you know, 630-492-1912, reach out 630 630- 492-1912. couple other, you know, topics that I have found very interesting this week through my research is the power of compounding. The power of compounding is, I, I just don't think it can be um, stressed enough. And we're in an industry where you say, like I referenced, I don't know if it was the segment or last segment, but how a 2 to 3% outperformance of the market, just how much that adds up. And I think this will kind of really hit home that, uh, you know, if you invested a uh, hundred thousand or let's just use a thousand dollars and you got a 3% rate of return over a 40 year period. And, and, and it, again, it all, you know, we can look at 10 years, we can look at 20 years, we can look at 30 years, but it, it, you, you get the point. But over 40 years, a 3% rate of return, you're at around 3000, uh, just over $3,000. 5% rate of return, you're over $7,000. 6% rate of return, you're actually over $10,000. So think about that. Just a 2% difference in returns annualized over time. Some may be, you know, some people may be saying, you know, listeners, well, I don't care about 40 years. Well, okay, fine. Let's look at 20 years. Okay, $1,000 invested at 3% rate of return in uh, over a 20-year period is around $1,800. 
a 6% investment, um, you know, over a 20-year period, you're looking at $3,200. So outperformance, it could be small, but it could have a huge, huge impact on your portfolio. And again, a lot of that outperformance is derived from losing less. So I know we talked a lot about that uh, this show. I want to kind of bring it all home. Um, the, you know, third quarter volatility is up. Uh, generally speaking, you know, we'll see, um, you know, November is decent. December is decent. I think there are a lot of headwinds that we have to look out for. Uh, our job is to try to convey to listeners who are not 100% certain that their portfolio could handle a market shock. You know, those are the, the, the investors that we kind of want to talk with, you know, at least immediately because we want to set aside or we want to, you know, give you that peace of mind of, well, yes, you're right. Your portfolio can't handle, you know, a market shock or, well, you think you can't handle a market shock, but you actually can handle a market shock. And we do a lot of that through our, which we didn't talk about at all today, but our fiduciary benchmarking study uh, or report that we do for everybody where we'll look at your fees, we'll look at your historical rate of return, we'll look at uh, your tax um, advantages as far as are you, uh, do you, do you have any tax mitigation strategies in place? And then we'll look at kind of the stress test of the portfolio. A lot of people reached out to us, uh, you know, inquiring about that. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, yes, it is a little bit labor intensive on our end, but we feel if you're reaching out, then you're serious about wanting to hear information about your current portfolio. So we're going to absorb that cost and, and we're going to deliver that report. And if you work with us, great. If not, uh, take it and implement it uh, however you wish. So with that being said, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to us in this new time slot, 10 to 11. So get used to hearing us here. Um, I am uh, the host of the Decoding Wall Street Hour. I am president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any investment-related question, big or small, just please reach out and give us a call, 630 630- 492-1912. Call or text 630-492-1912. Have a great week. I want to wish everybody a, a, just a fantastic and happy uh, Thanksgiving. We will be with you next week. Uh, we talk a lot about numbers and, uh, and whatnot when it comes to investing. It's just something we're passionate about. But everything that's going on in this world, take some time with your family. It's, it, it's just so important. And you know, if my wife was listening, she would probably start pointing at me, you know, take you, you need to take your time with your family. So I plan on doing that uh, this week, but we certainly have time to talk to listeners who have questions. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information 
data analysis or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.